Resilient Disciples Podcast, powered by Awana. I'm your host, Ross Cochran. Thank you so much for being here. If you're listening to this on the Thursday that it comes out, you are listening to the first ever Thursday edition of the Resilient Disciples Podcast. We've moved to a twice a week rhythm. On Tuesdays, we're gonna release conversations that sound a lot like what you've already heard in this podcast feed. They're going to be intellectual conversations, important topics or concepts that we think will be beneficial to you and your local context. And now we're adding in Thursdays, which are going to be highly practical conversations focused on a one particular topic or something that we believe that you can take directly from this podcast and apply to your ministry right away. Sometimes what we release on Thursdays is going to be ideal for a kid ministry leader. Sometimes it's going to be ideal for parents. But whether it's on a Tuesday or on a Thursday, everything we do in this podcast is about helping you be an advocate for kids as we work to make resilient disciples. It's also important to note that sometimes what we release on Tuesdays and Thursdays are not going to be connected at all, but sometimes they are. And this week is an example of that. In the last episode of this podcast, we started a conversation with Dr. John and Kim Walton. They wrote the Bible Story Handbook, a resource for teaching 175 stories from the Bible. And we had the chance to focus in on one particular age group, early childhood. For those of you who may not know what that means, like I didn't when we started this conversation, the age range we're talking about is from zero to five. I wanted to know how someone could use this resource and apply it to kids that are in that stage of life. It starts off with Kim answering the question directly, how we can use this resource with children who fall within that early childhood age range. But you're also gonna hear from Dr. John Walton on how we can best lead those children to Jesus. And you'll also hear from Kristen Thompson. Thanks again for listening. And here is episode 14 of the Resilient Disciples podcast. Well, it's not going to give you activities and um, ideas of how to manage a classroom, but it's still going to give you an idea of how to handle and manage the Bible story that you've been given. And I think as followers of Jesus, we really take the Bible seriously, and we think that, or we believe that, uh, the Bible is written for all of us, all ages. And so we value what it has to say, and we just need to bring it down to what um, a five to two or even babies can understand. Jesus loves you. God is with you. God is all-powerful. They can catch all those Um, themes. And what um, the Bible Story Handbook helps you to see is that for each Bible story that it um, introduces, um, you can see the types of big picture themes that that Bible story is attached to. So you may not be able to give them the details of some of the background that would be very interesting to your 10-year-old that's included in there. But the big picture things about who God is, you can communicate to that age. And I think that's the um, uh, tool that it provides for people in that situation. That's great. Even if we took a really basic approach to say, we'll make some progress if we stop telling the kids the wrong things. (laughs) (laughs) If... If we can just oh, wow. stop telling them 
things that are nowhere close to what the Bible is doing. It's certainly a common experience for somebody teaching that early childhood, especially twos and threes, as, as Kim does. It's really hard to get a point across. Um, so don't waste it. Make sure that if you get a point across, <laughs> it's a good one. And, and, and it's basic. You know, Kim told me the story. She was supposed to teach about how the Israelites were choosing a king and all of this, you know, Saul's story. And, and so in a flash of a brainstorm, she said to the kids, who can tell me what a king is? And none of them could. Well, that kind of starts you at square zero. <laughs> How do you start telling the story about God helping them choose a king if the kids can't even articulate what a king is? Oh, wow. So those are some of the, some of the issues. Uh, so often curriculum for two through five-year-olds is so optimistic about what kids know and about what they can handle. And so, uh, again, as Kim said, to get those big picture things, you know, about Jesus and about God, um, that, that's important at that age, to get those things across. And then just don't <laughs> make the mistake of giving them wrong information. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I think, too, um, that... Uh, all, all those things and also to the vision that I feel like needs to be true with early childhood. And they've studied this like at a very scientific way that I'm not going to probably, it, you, it, this is maybe a bit of a stretch, but okay. So um, there, there is a lot of research right now on brain mapping where they're mapping out um, brains and uh, the function of neurons and stuff like that as it's going across. So cool. So scientific. Don't claim to be an expert, but um, <laughs> it, they talk about uh, like how, um, for example, and this is one that a lot of people can relate to um, when kids are littler, they have actually more neural pathways than we do. And those get pruned over time based on what you need to know and what you don't. Um, so language development, you can see that, right? Like a little kid can pick up accents and words very quickly, whereas an adult is super hard for us. So um, I'm going to, uh, with great license, uh, loosely apply that to spiritual development as well. And I think that when we think about um, early childhood and we think about what we're doing, um, I think about it like um, the little river you go down to draw water and the little path you take to it down there. And every time you travel that path, you make that path a little more worn and a little easier to travel. And when we think about these big truths about God, or when we think about um, even spiritual practices like prayer, that at this level where they're very little, they don't have a lot of attention span. They're not necessarily going to remember everything that you tell them, although sometimes with surprising detail, they will. But um, we are we are forming those pathways um, spiritually for them to be able to understand um, that you can talk to God, what it feels like when you talk to God, um, what what the Bible is that it's a trusted thing that you can turn to, 
um, that God is big and powerful. Like we talk a lot about God loving us, but one of the things that I think is the hardest is like kids, some kids hear that people love them all the time. Like, well, uncle Stan loves you and God loves you. Well, like how does, how is God different from uncle Stan? Like you, if you don't even know who God is, then why does it matter that he loves you? And so we really have to, um, build in this framework of why God is so amazing that it matters that he loves you. And oftentimes I think in early childhood, we just start with Jesus loves you, God loves you and assume that they have that background knowledge. So I think, yeah, setting those pathways and um, realizing that no matter if the kid can tell you at the end, everything that they learn. Let's hope that they can, but let's also realize that every time you pray with them, every time you open the Bible with them, every time that you engage in an activity together where they're experiencing a first impression of what church is, that you're making a difference. And that doesn't always just mean by what the kid can pair it back to you in the moment. The Resilient Disciples podcast is brought to you by the Make Resilient Disciples Tour. Want to help share the future of faith? The Make Resilient Disciples Tour is coming to a city near you. You will engage with other ministry influencers and these conversation-driven gatherings will highlight the importance of relational discipleship and the fearless future of the church. Hear the research, discover fresh approaches, look beyond the traditional tactics of everyday ministry and commit to developing resilient child disciples. Find out when these crucial conversations are taking place in a city near you at resilientdisciples.com tour. The Resilient Disciples podcast is powered by Awana. Awana is a global nonprofit organization fueled by the generous support of individuals, churches, and organizations, as well as resource sales to accomplish our mission of equipping leaders to reach kids with the gospel and engage them in lifelong discipleship. The podcast is mixed, edited, produced, and hosted by Ross Cochran. Thanks to Kevin Orris and Phil Wallace for making this podcast happen. Go to ResilientDisciples.com for resources and many more of these conversations.